I'm Nicola Dean and this is Safeguarding Matters with the Ancraft Trust. Hello, I'm Nicola Dean and I'm here talking to my colleague Kimberly Walsh. Hello Kimberly. Hi Nicola. Now we're here to talk about what your new role is because we've got an exciting new yeah. colleague in the team that we're really pleased to have you here. Um, what will your role be? Um, so I'm going to be another Safeguarding Adults in Sport Manager, um, but my role is funded by UK Sport, so it's slightly different to the roles that yourself and Laura have got funded by Sport England. And the, um, I'll be working with organisations that UK Sport solely fund, who haven't previously had sort of someone to link with, with the Ancraft Trust. So what's the difference between UK Sport and Sport England? Um, so UK Sport funds um, Paralympic and Olympic sports, whereas Sport England tends to fund more grassroots and development side of sport. Ah, so this is the first Safeguarding Adults in Sport post funded by UK Sport? Yes. Oh, exciting. Um, what made you want to do the role? Um, well, I've worked in safeguarding in sport, working for a national governing body for um, a number of years. And I also used to be an elite athlete funded on the UK Sport Programme. So I've got, um, I believe, good understanding and knowledge and experience of both of the areas so that combined into one, the same role is, is ideal. Oh, excellent. So what are you trying to achieve with the role? Um, so I'm trying to make sure that all the sports that I'll be working with and organisations um, I've got basic safeguarding procedures and policies in place. Um, educate everyone involved in the sports about safeguarding adults, that safeguarding adults is something that needs work on and an area to focus on and not just children. Um, raising awareness. Mm, yeah, they all sound good. Um, what if some of the sports turn around and say, well, actually, we don't have any vulnerable adults, so we don't need to think about safeguarding adults? Um, well... In, in the nicest possible way, would be trying to suggest that actually vulnerable adults is not a term that we do use anymore because adults at risk is now the new term that's generally accepted when describing um, adults at risk. So um, that would be a bit of a starting point. But also just that my sort of big message of trying to help clarify this area for people who do think it's quite complex is that actually, you know, it's just... Everybody needs safeguarding, all adults. You need to just look out for the welfare and well-being of everyone. doesn't matter if they're a child or an adult, disability, not disability. They just all need safeguarding and looked after. Um, and when it comes to someone that might meet the criteria of an adult at risk, then there's maybe a different process that's followed for that. But ultimately, we're looking out for everyone. Yeah. So the adult at risk definition comes from the CARE Act, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. 2014. Um and that's why we're trying to move away from the definition of um, vulnerable adults. Um, so what's your next steps then? What have you been um, working on? So I've been initially getting up to speed with all the work that ACT does and also the wider work, not just the sport, but just getting a good understanding of what ACT does beyond my knowledge to do with mm -hmm. sport, which has been really interesting. Um, I've sort of been reviewing some of the templates and guidance documents that we've currently got just to see actually do they work for maybe the elite end of sport, which is who I'm mainly going to be working with, and what things might I want to change or amend? Um, I have been in touch with all the organisations I'm currently working with, made contact, introduced myself, and I'm in the process of having meetings with them. And then we'll be working with them to plan um, their next steps for the start of next year. Uh, I know what I was thinking of as you've been talking. 
it's about um, safeguarding everybody's business. That's what they say in the Care Act, isn't it? And for children, people will remember safeguarding is everybody's responsibility. So I think safeguarding adults, that's where we're moving to, isn't it? That we're all the eyes and ears looking out for people, aren't we? Yeah, that's right. And I think sometimes people are getting a little bit um, caught up in the at-risk bit, the adults at-risk, and that's maybe complicating um, the messages or confusing people as to quite, you know, well, who's at risk, who's not at risk? And I guess my answer to them is just actually some people maybe are at some greater risk and that could be anybody. It can vary. It depends on their circumstances at the time. Um, so actually, everybody, we just look out for everybody and make sure that we've got processes in place so people know who to go and who to speak to and who is there to help. Fantastic. And I know one of the areas that you're really um, passionate about is getting athletes or participants involved themselves, isn't it? Yeah, um, athlete well-being and seeing an athlete as a, a whole person and not just an athlete and really that wider work with you know, their whole well-being and life outside of sport, life after sport and um, looking after all aspects of whether it's their education, really um, strong advocate of the whole person. And it's great that actually that is the direction that sports are now much more interested in the whole athlete mm-hmm. and their well-being than perhaps when I was. And I think that's a great, a great start. And it's just to keep that momentum going. Yeah, you're very interested, aren't you, in hearing the voices of athletes themselves and making sure that they know what the process for safeguarding is so they can look out for each other as well? Yeah, I think it's really important because you can have all the best policies and guidance in place, but actually the staff might know those, but do the athletes know? And so if the athletes don't know, they they won't know who to speak to and what to do and actually there's someone there to speak to or that there's someone for advice um, so that's really important that everything that we're doing is getting the message right down to the ground to them yeah. and in a way that they can relate to. So it might be um, talking to them about safeguarding might not actually be the message that they can relate to because they see safeguarding as something different. But if you're just talking about looking out for each other and yeah. um, looking out for your friends and your teammates, that's the sort of message that I think athletes will relate to more and ultimately looking out for each other helps protect everyone yeah it does knowing that their voice is going to be heard and if they raise something that it will be listened to whether it's seen in traditional um, safeguarding terms or whether like you say it's about their well-being that's really important isn't it yeah and it's creating a culture where um yeah they're not scared to speak up about a problem um i think that has really started and i think um sports organizations are much more aware of making sure there is that open culture and um allowing people to speak up but I think it's still got a long way to go yeah well you're the right person to help the organizations thanks very much Kimberly that was really interesting all right thank you thank you for listening if you want to know more about our work check out our website ancrafttrust.org and follow us on twitter and facebook at ancrafttrust.org